0: Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of The Update Podcast. We have been banished from broadcasting today, but much like a celebrity hoax we will be popping up intermittently until next. Now if you are hearing this, this means one of three things. Either A, today is an off day from the College of Staten Island and I am at home, relaxing comfortably in my bed. <laughs> Uh, B, I'm either sick because of the ever-changing weather, or C, I am out with my wife. I will personally let you figure out which is which on your own time. Anyway, in the meantime, while you're figuring that out, enjoy a rebroadcast of the update from our archives, looking back at the past three years we did on radio, and also during this coronavirus crisis from the very beginning. So it might just sound a little bit different, just with really better microphone quality. Anyway, until next time, enjoy today's rebroadcast of the update. And in the words of Roger Grimsby, Bill Gautel, hoping that your news will be good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck, be safe, and please be well. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon. On The Update this Friday, developing story leads off. Police are investigating a fatal shooting in the Brownsville section of Brooklyn on the 100 block of Herzl Street after an argument. We'll have the latest details. At the Harvey Weinstein rape trial, there's one name that keeps coming up more than any other, Annabella Sciorra, as jurors. The jurors have asked to read back parts of her testimony. Graffiti artists have gotten some sort of justice. The Federal Appeals Court has approved A nearly $7 million award for 21 graffiti artists after their spray paintings were destroyed to make room for high-rise luxury residences. The new labor agreement that's been accepted by the NFL owners is now being considered by players. It includes a 17-game season, a shorter preseason, larger rosters, and more. Out west in Los Angeles, police there say the home invasion shooting of the rising rapper Pop Smoke doesn't appear to be part of a robbery as they're still investigating the motive. And you know that feeling when you come home and the whole house smells like something delicious being cooked in the kitchen? Well, McDonald's didn't exactly bottle the smell of their iconic quarter pounder with cheese, but they did put it into a candle. Six different candles, to be exact. This is the update, Friday, February the 21st, 2020.
1: From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian.
0: And good afternoon to you. A little after 2 o'clock on this Friday afternoon. TGIF to all of you out there. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this afternoon. We are going to begin with a developing story in Brooklyn. Uh, the NYPD is investigating a fatal shooting. According to WABC, the gunfire rang at around 1030 in the 100 block of Herzl Street in the Brownsville section. Uh, WABC is being told that a 38-year-old man was shot in the stomach after getting into an argument with another man. Uh, He was taken to Brookdale Hospital in critical condition, but sadly later died from his injuries. Uh, So far, there have been no arrests. We'll give you any new details on this developing story when we recap our top stories a little after 2.30 this afternoon. Our top local story this afternoon comes from the uh, Harvey Weinstein rape trial. And there's one name that keeps coming up more than any other, Annabella Sciorra. The Sopranos actress was front and center again today as jurors began their fourth day of deliberations by listening to a reading of a large chunk of her testimony. Before concluding deliberations yesterday, the jury sent the judge a note saying that it wanted to review her cross-examination and any follow-up questioning by prosecutors about her accusations that Weinstein raped and sexually assaulted her in the mid-1990s. The movie Mogul has maintained that any sexual encounters were consensual. On to some of the other news of this Friday. And the Attorney General of the State of New York is now saying that she plans to sue New York City for $810 million for inflating the price of the taxi medallions and allow a person to operate a yellow cab here in the city. Attorney General Letitia James says that the city auctioned off medallions at artificially high prices for years. She says that the government should be, quote, a source of justice and not a vehicle for fraudulent practices. Uh, the value of a tax medallion has plummeted from over a million dollars back in 2013 to less than $200,000 today. And that, of course, has left thousands of owners and drivers in debt. A spokeswoman for Mayor de Blasio said that the mayor has worked to improve the situation. Carby news time is now 2.05. Graffiti artists here in this city, or at least some of them, have finally gotten some justice. There's a federal appeals court here in New York that has now approved a nearly $7 million award for 21 graffiti artists after their spray paintings were destroyed to make room for high-rise luxury residences. The second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled yesterday a three-judge panel concluded that a Brooklyn federal judge was correct to award the damages against developers who destroyed the aerosol artwork. The destruction violated the Visual Artists' Rights Act of 1990. The Long Island City, Queens, graffiti site, of course, known as Five Points, was a tourist attraction that threw thousands of spectators daily and formed a backdrop to the 2013 movie, Now you see me. Meanwhile, over in Manhattan on Broadway, there was a chorus outside of the Broadway theater yesterday at the opening night of a new revival of West Side Story. But that chorus that was being sung was actually a protest chant. A group of about a hundred people demanded the removal of cast member Amar Ramasar, who was fired and then reinstated at the New York City Ballet for sharing nude photos of women and sexually explicit texts. Producers, in a statement last week, backed the actor, noting that the incident took place in a different workplace and quote "has been both fully adjudicated." But that hasn't stopped a petition to remove Ramasar from the cast of West Side Story. WKRB news time is now 207. There's a Mexican municipal worker we told you about that was shot at point blank range by a U.S. ICE agent here in New York. It now says in a federal lawsuit that he has limited vision in his left eye. He can't use his left arm after the shooting. Eric Diaz Cruz says in his lawsuit that was filed on Wednesday in federal court that the officer gave no warning before firing at Diaz Cruz from about four feet away. He says that he was unarmed and the officer had no reason to think that he was armed. An I spokeswoman said, though, that the agency can't comment on the specifics of pending litigation. Over in the Bronx this afternoon, uh, animal rights advocates there, they've lost their bid to get a Bronx zoo elephant declared to have human-like rights and transferred to a sanctuary. Well, the judge said that this case for sending the pachyderm to a sanctuary was, quote, extremely persuasive. Bronx judge Allison Tuitt on Tuesday said, dismissed the non-human rights rights projects' petition, arguing that Happy the Elephant is, quote, unlawfully imprisoned at the zoo where she has lived since 1977. She has been kept separate, though, from the other elephants for more than a decade. Zoo director Jim Brainy said that the ruling keeps Happy in a place providing her with, quote, excellent care. WKRB news time is now 2.09. Across the river we go to Jersey City, where there's been some newly released video from the fatal shootout at a kosher grocery store. That new video shows the moment one of the shooters exited the van that he drove there, took three steps, and raised a long gun before entering the market, sending passersby scattering away from the shop. The seven video files that span roughly three hours from the attack on December 10th that ended with the deaths of three people at the market plus the two shooters. The attackers also killed a Jersey City detective, Joseph Seals, earlier in the day, according to authorities. The Associated Press obtained the video from the Attorney General's office through the state's open records law. And finally, this afternoon in Middletown, New Jersey, there's a hotly contested proposal to build a pipeline to take back natural gas, excuse me, to take natural gas to customers here in the city and Long Island. It's now back before New Jersey regulators. The plan would it add to the existing Transco pipeline. It would carry enough gas to heat over 2 million homes. Supporters say that this project is essential to ensuring New York's energy needs are met. But opponents say that it's unneeded and will encourage the burning of fossil fuels at a time when climate change is causing serious harm. It would carry gas from Pennsylvania through New Jersey and Raritan Bay to New York. WKRB News Time is now 2.11. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Friday afternoon. It's a beautiful day out there. Lots of sunshine, but boy, is it cold out there. Thankfully, we're about to get over the hump and get some spring-like weather. And we just have some midday planned work on the subways. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. Excuse me, coming up next. And then we're going to talk some uh, sports this afternoon including how the new labor agreement that's been accepted by the NFL owners is now being considered by the players. We'll tell you what the new terms of the agreement are in uh, just over one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon. Another getaway Friday uh, here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment.
0: Unexpected Reactions to Smart Financial Decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
1: Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k.
0: So you're giving up, just like that? Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Debt, you watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
1: Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB.
0: Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. WKB News, Terminal 213, let's get you started with a check of the local subways this afternoon. We have some midday planned work on your 6, 7, and F trains, along with the Staten Island Railway until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. Uh, For more in-depth information, you can check your local posters and stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. We have flooding protection on your N trains through the spring. The last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B-1 or B-4 buses when using your MetroCard. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D-Train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on or close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. you have been outside today. It finally feels like February. For once, Uh, but that is going to change as we go into your weekend, which is a top 10 weekend. Really lot. Whatever you want to do outside, you'll have lots of sunshine, mild temperatures. Just get out there and spend the whole day outside if you can manage to do that. (laughs) Uh, For for the rest of this afternoon, we'll have sunny skies, steady temperature hanging around the freezing mark. Uh, Wind chills, though, between 25 and 30. And then tonight we'll have clear skies, lows around 28, wind chills between 20 and 25. Currently outside right now, it is 32 degrees and sunny. Our humidity is at 25%. Winds are north at 4 miles per hour. 32 degrees, that's our high temperature this afternoon, will slowly dip down to 28 this evening with clear skies. WKRB news time is now to 16. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So there's a new... (laughs) There's a reason why why I'm slipping up so much. I'll explain in a couple of minutes. But there's a new labor agreement that's been accepted by NFL owners. It's now being considered by players. Uh, We'll tell you some of the benefits. Uh, It includes a 17-game season, the first time more games have been added in over 40 years, a shorter preseason, and larger rosters. There'll be limits on the number of international games, increases in minimum salaries, changes in practice squad makeup and eligibility, and reduced off-season and preseason requirements. The preseason would also be reduced from four games down to three, but there would be no extra bye week on the schedule. Now it's up to the players' hands to see if they want to accept it, or if they don't. Down in Bradenton in Florida, where the first spring training games are today and tomorrow, uh, Pirates... reliever Nick Birdie is uh, back at work, and nearly a year removed from a gruesome right arm injury. Birdie's is promising 2019 ended last April when the right-hander collapsed in pain during a loss to the Diamondbacks. He was diagnosed with thoracic outlet syndrome. You may remember that the same injury Matt Harvey had. The condition occurs when the nerves between the first rib and the collarbone become compressed leading to numbness and excruciating pain. Bertie underwent surgery that included removing his first rib. He gave that rib to his parents. The 27-year-old joked that he might ask for it back once he retires. Uh, finally this afternoon, let's go out to Ann Arbor in Michigan. There's an Olympic wrestler there that says that a University of Michigan doctor touched him inappropriately during medical exams at the school and made the behavior seem normal. Andy Rovat Hrol- tells the Associated Press that the physician's reputation for such conduct was well known among his teammates in the 1990s. Rovat competed for the U.S. in the 2008 Summer Olympics. He's the first athlete to make public accusations against the late Dr. Robert E. Anderson, echoing high-profile sexual abuse allegations against doctors at other universities. The university's president apologized yesterday, following allegations that other form from other former students that the doctors sexually abused them decades ago. In terms of today's action, the Rangers are down in Carolina taking on the Hurricanes tonight at 7. Knicks are at the Garden taking on the Pacers at 7.30, their first game back from the All-Star break. And the Islanders are also home taking on the Red Wings tonight at 8. WKRB News Time now to nineteen. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you how a bear has drawn some curious onlookers in the suburbs of L.A. And uh, another reason why you shouldn't dial 911. And then, of course, we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in uh, just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Joy. And on a Friday afternoon, another getaway Friday uh, here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves People seem to think that having someone who will listen is gonna help make it better. I'm realizing that I. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen.
0: One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council.
1: Paging common sense. Paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with
0: Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back. Uh, it's, <clears throat> excuse me. Welcome back to the ask for update of Brandon Julian. Friday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. You're also streaming online on WKRB.org. You know, it's been a very awkward, very weird day so far. Uh, <laughs> the subways when we're hunting this type of the word I believe it's being thrown around for when things when communications go wrong is mercury retrograde something like that uh, anyway the subways had a little bit of mercury retrograde yesterday and then while well, I was well I was preparing for the show about a half hour ago I realized that we run uh, we uh, we I use Many newscasters, I'm going to let you in on an insider tip here. Many newscasters have like a paper script in front of them. Uh, so, you know, so they can and they don't staple it. So they can like easily get from one page for one story to the next or they just read from the teleprompter. Uh, well, I usually have a paper script in front of me of all the stories that we're going to talk about on the show. However, as I was printing out uh, today's script, the copy, the printer, (laughs) the printer ran out of paper. So uh, I had to bring, I had to rush just before showtime, get my tablet in here so I can read, so make sure I have a copy of the stories. Uh, So it's really not, I haven't used the tablet all that much I probably should because you know it's energy efficient and all that Uh, but I'm also normally I use my finger to like scroll up and down because there's a touchscreen tablet but I'm using a stylus pen now I know stylus pens are more famous with like the Nintendo DS and all that but this stylus pen I got from Dollar Tree is a beautiful one I mean it's a stylus pen but it also has a laser and I don't know whether Dollar Tree should be selling uh, sty- uh, stylus pens with lasers. All it takes is one stupid kid to get their hands on it. And, well, you know, uh, the rest, uh, as they say in our business, the rest is history. Uh. <laughs> uh, we're going to give you details about the beautiful weekend I've been talking about on our exclusive WKRB forecast coming up in the next half hour carry News time now, 2.24. Uh, it is time to talk about the weird but true stories we have this Friday. And we are going to begin at in Monrovia. I think that's how you spell it. Uh, in California. Uh, there's a bear there that has drawn some cautious onlookers as it wanders a Los Angeles foothill suburb. The bear sluggishly ambled along streets and in the backyards today in Monrovia, which sits on the foot of the San Gabriel Mountains. Police say that they're keeping watch, and wildlife officials have been called. It's believed to be the same bear that was seen a day earlier in the same place, where it's not uncommon for animals to wander out of the forest above the city. The city's bear safety webpage notes that bears emerge from winter dens when the weather warms. Uh, Southern California's winter, by the way, much like ours, has been very mild. And uh, so far, we don't expect that to, uh, to change going forward. Uh, finally, uh, this afternoon, let's go out to Canton, Ohio. Authorities there say an Ohio woman, by the way, we should preface this by saying, this is another reason why you should not be dialing 911. Okay, now you have the preface. Here we go. Authorities there say an Ohio woman was arrested for calling nine one one when her parents cut off her cell phone service. The Candy Repository notes that Saloni Ketterpaul—I think I got that right—was uh, arrested back on February thirteenth by Missalian police and charged with disrupting police services, which is which is a felony. Jail records show that Paul repeatedly called dispatchers because her parents ended her cell phone service, for which they paid. An officer advised she call emergency services for, you know, emergencies. Records show that she called again two hours later and was, quote, belligerent and stated that she believed it to be a legitimate issue. Records, though, don't list an attorney who could speak for her. Yet another reason, people, why you should be dialing 911 only for emergencies. Thank you. Thank you, people, for your cooperation. W.K.R.B. News Time now to 27. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this February the 21st. The highlight of this day came in 1975 when former Attorney General, John N. Mitchell and former White House aides H.R. Haldeman and John D. Ehrlichman were sentenced to two and a half to eight years in prison for their roles in the Watergate cover-up. Each of them ended up serving a year and a half. In 1613, Mikhail Romanov, age 16, was unanimously chosen by Russia's National Assembly to be Tsar, beginning a dynasty that would last three centuries. In 1862, Nathaniel Gordon became the first and only American slave trader to be executed under the U.S. Privacy Law of 1820 when he, as he was hanged in New York. In 1945, during the World War II Battle of Iwo Jima, the escort, uh, escort carrier USS Bismarck Sea was sunken by kamikazes with the loss of 318 men. In 1958, the USS Good. Gojian, the SS-567, became the first American submarine to complete a round-the-world cruise eight months after departing from Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. In 1964, the first shipment of U.S. wheat purchased by the Soviet Union arrived in the port of Odessa. In 1965, black Muslim leader and civil rights activist Malcolm X, at the age of 39, was shot to death inside Harlem's Audubon Ballroom in New York by assassins identified as members of the Nation of Islam. Three men were convicted of murder and imprisoned, but all of them were eventually paroled. In 1972, President Richard Nixon began his historic visit to uh, China as he and his wife Pat arrived in Beijing. In 1973, Israeli fighter planes shot down Libyan Arab Airlines Flight 114 over the Sinai Desert, killing all but five of the 113 people on board. In 1992, Christy Yamaguchi of the United States won the gold medal in ladies' figure skating at the Albertville Olympics. Midori Ito of Japan won the silver, and Nancy Kerrigan of the U.S. won the bronze. In 1995, Chicago adventurer Steve Fawcett became the first person to fly solo across the Pacific Ocean by balloon, landing in leader Saskatchewan, Canada. That really is a hard name to say. In 2013, Drew Peterson, the Chicago area police officer, who gained notoriety for his much younger fourth wife, Nancy Peterson, who vanished in 2007, was sentenced to 38 years in prison for murdering his third wife, Kathleen Savio. And in 2018, the Reverend Billy Graham, a confidant of presidents and the most widely heard Christian evangelist in history, died at his North Carolina home. He was 99 years old. Also a week after the Florida school shooting, President Trump met with teen survivors of school violence and parents of slain children. Trump promised to be "quote very strong on background checks" and suggested he supported letting some teachers and other school employees carry weapons. WKB News time now two thirty. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Friday. When we come back, we'll give you a recap of our top story in Brooklyn. Police are investigating a fatal shooting on the one hundred block of Herzl Street after an argument. We'll give you any new details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news happening there. Later on, we will talk national news, including that police say in the home invasion suiting death of rising rapper Pop Smoke, it doesn't appear to be a robbery. Police are still trying to find a motive. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon... You ever have that feeling when you come home and your whole house smells like something delicious is being cooked in the kitchen? Well, McDonald's didn't exactly bottle the smell of its iconic Quarter Pounder with cheese, but it did put it in a candle. Six different candles, to be exact, uh, will tell you the flavors. It's all coming up in this next half hour when we return in just two minutes. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon. Another getaway Friday. I need to get the hang of the stylus and get some water Uh, (laughs) here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Would you like to
0: feel romantic with Johnny Mathis?
1: Isn't it romantic? Music in the night. A dream that
0: can be heard. Or maybe swing with Sinatra. Adjust the way you look
1: tonight.
0: Or perhaps your choice is listening to today's top cabaret stories.
1: Life is a cabaret.
0: It all happens every Sunday at 7pm With me, Ron Foreman On WKRB 90.3 FM Great songs, great singers And so very much more
1: Non-stop party. Non-stop party is right here. here. 90.3 WKRB.
0: No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date?
1: Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together.
0: Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. <laughs> I can probably swim.
1: Uh, you should wait 30 minutes.
0: Mm, okay, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
1: You're listening to Brooklyn's Best Rhythmic Station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York.
0: And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back again to the update on a Friday afternoon. Another getaway Friday. I have better control of my uh, my voice. <laughs> I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this afternoon. It's in the Brownsville section of Brooklyn, where police are investigating a fatal shooting. According to WABC, the gunfire rang out about 1030 this morning Excuse me, in the 100 block of Herzl Street. Uh, W.A.B.C. was also told that a 38-year-old man was shot in the stomach after getting into an argument with another man. He was taken to Brookdale Hospital in critical condition, but sadly later died from his injuries. Uh, So far in this case, there have been no arrests. As our top story on the update this Friday, let's get you around the cities we're about to enter the early stages of the weekend, the pre-weekend, PM rush. WKRB News. Time now, two thirty-five. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies. It's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the local subways. We have some midday planned work on your four, excuse me, on your four, on your six, seven, and F trains, along with the Staten Island Railway, until three or three thirty this afternoon. For more in-depth information, you can check your local posters and stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. We have flooding protection work on the N train through the spring, last stop 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B-1 or B-4 buses when using your MetroCard. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D-Train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Trek 1 is out of service. tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways they are running on are close to schedule. uh, Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let us take uh, another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. This weekend is a top 10 weekend. really. As far as winter goes, this is one of the best weekends we've had. It's going to be warm. There's going to be lots of sunshine. There's no chances of rain. I mean, whatever you want to do this weekend, get out there and do it. I can't say it's beach weather, but it's early spring-like weather. You can get away with wearing a short sleeve shirt. And really, when it comes to winter, that's about all we can ask for. Because March is, not, is at the end of next week. It starts. And we all know March can be unpredictable weather-wise, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, For the rest of this afternoon, we will have uh, sunny skies, uh, temperatures around 32, hanging steady. Wind chills, though, between 25 and 30 all day. Tonight, we'll have clear skies, lows around 28, uh, wind chills between 20 and 25. Tomorrow, for your Saturday, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 47, Wind chills between 20 and 30 in the early going, but they'll back off in the afternoon. Saturday night, will have clear skies, lows around 35. Sunday, we'll have sunny skies, even warmer, highs around 51. Sunday night, will have clear skies, lows around 39. And then on Monday, we'll have some increasing clouds, but our highs will also be around 51. Currently outside right now, it is 32 degrees and sunny. Our humidity is at 23%. Winds are north at 5 miles per hour. At uh, 32 degrees, they're going to hang steady this afternoon, slowly dropping to 28 this evening with those clear skies, but those wind chills will remain between 20 and 25. WKRB News Time now, 239. Uh, let's talk some business news on this Friday. Stocks were falling in midday trading and bond prices were rising as investors were fretting about more signs that the coronavirus outbreak was spreading and reports showing a sudden weakening in U.S. business activity. Renewed anxiety over the global spread of the coronavirus also pushed stocks lower yesterday and knocked them off their record highs in what has been a volatile holiday-shortened week. The indexes are on track for their first weekly loss after two weeks' worth of gains. Technology companies are leading the losses, and chipmakers, which rely heavily on China for both sales and supply chains, were some of the worst hit. Taking a look at the numbers right now, an hour 20 to the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 235 points to 28,984. The S&P 500 is down 39 points, and the NASDAQ is down 191 points. And out west in Los Angeles, there's a private equity firm that's seeking to buy rights to operate the internet's.org suffix. It says that it will cap price hikes and create an advisory board with veto powers to ease concerns from the nonprofit community. Ethos Capital has offered 1.1 billion dollars to buy the Public Interest Registry, the nonprofit organization that runs the databases containing more than 10 million .dot org names registered worldwide. Several nonprofit organizations are worrying, though, about price gouging and censorship. It wasn't immediately clear whether the concessions announced by Ethos Capital today are enough to satisfy the critics the .org registry is currently owned by a nonprofit, the Internet Society. WKBY News Time now 241, and we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk national news, including police say that in the death of rapper Pop Smoke, robbery does not appear to be a motive. So what is? But we will lead off next with with fears about Russia interfering in the 2020 presidential election. We'll lead off with that in just one minute. This is the Update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday, here on 90.3 WKRB.
1: News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to the Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Hey, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street Uh, It had this phone number on it And, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner
0: Yeah, hi I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set Um, Just wanted to call I'm sure she misses it
1: I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck uh, And I'd be happy to drop it off The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around.
0: When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know?
1: We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on an, any episode of the update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB update.
0: Welcome back to the update. Brandon Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKB news time is now 2.43. It is time to talk some national news on this Friday. And we are going to begin in Washington, where there's a new warning about Russian interference in the 2020 election. It's now raising questions about whether the U.S. is doing enough to prevent the kind of meddling that the country saw in the 2016 election. Intelligence officials have warned lawmakers that Russia is interfering in this year's election campaign to help President Trump get reelected. Trump, however, pushed back today, accusing Democrats of launching another disinformation campaign, saying that Moscow wants to see the president reelected over Democrats who still haven't been able to count their votes in Iowa. Trump is calling it, quote, hoax number seven. In other news this afternoon, speaking of Iowa out of Des Moines, presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg in Decision 2020 says that he needs to raise $13 million to stay competitive through the 14-state Super Tuesday uh, contests on March 3rd. That's a tricky financial picture, uh, despite the former South Bend mayor's strong finish in Iowa and New Hampshire. Buttigieg reported spending more than twice in January what he raised in January, hoping surprising finishes in the leadoff caucus in primary states would open the fundraising floodgates. But delayed and muddled results from Iowa have dampened what some donors say that the campaign expected, although the campaign says it has raised $11 million to date so far in February. WKRB News time is now 2.45. Back in Washington, sticking with Decision 2020, Elizabeth Warren has added campaign stops in Nevada, and her team saw its fundraising surge following a debate where she went aggressively after her top Democratic presidential rivals, finally demonstrating an urgency her presidential bid may well depend on. The Massachusetts senator needed a strong performance and got one in Las Vegas. But it remains to be seen whether that will translate into lasting momentum. Warren isn't favored to win Nevada's caucuses tomorrow, nor South Carolina's primary the following week. And the pressure is now on since stumbles there may limit Warren's ability to make up ground in 14 states, voting on Super Tuesday on March 3rd. Out West, in Sacramento, California. California, we all know, is the largest prize in the calculations of any Democratic presidential candidate. And Bernie Sanders has been working the state for months. But that worries his rivals, who fear that if he performs well enough in the state, which has 412 delegates, he could build a delegate lead that would be very difficult to catch. Sanders has been organizing intensively among Latinos and young voters, producing campaign materials in seven languages. Mike Bloomberg has tried to counter that with TV ads in Arizona, Nevada, and Oregon that also reach California. Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, and Elizabeth Warren are also all remaining competitive. We'll be back with more national news in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 247. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds. And most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was
1: living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach.
0: Or if that resume was from someone who worked 12-hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so
1: much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone.
0: Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals, but I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at grads org. a public service announcement brought to you by grads of life and the ad Council w Carby news time is now 248 out in Wichita in Kansas uh, there are dangerous levels of a compound that's linked to cancer that were found last year inside of an air cap aircraft hangar at McConnell Air Force Base in Kansas. And a memo is warning more that more than 50 personnel may have been exposed to it. Documents obtained by McClatchy show contamination by hexavlent chlor, chlorominium. I think you got that right. The subject of the case featured in the movie, Aaron Brockovich, was documented in base memos. The chemical is an anti-corrosion agent and is found in plants and primers used on the KC-135 and KC-46. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration warns that exposure can cause respiratory diseases, kidney, liver, or abdominal damage, and also various cancers. In other news this afternoon, out west in Los Angeles, while everyone continues to mourn the tragic death of uh, rising rapper Pop Smoke, police there say that the home invasion shooting uh, doesn't appear to be part of a robbery. They're still trying to figure out a motive. The disclosure came yesterday as detectives sought to identify the shooter and also as the music community mourned. The 20 year old Brooklyn rapper, whose legal name is Bashar Baraka Jackson, was killed back on Wednesday at the home in Hollywood Hills. Hundreds of people gathered in the streets of Brooklyn on Wednesday night, playing the rappers' music and dancing at an impromptu vigil. In Manhattan, I should say, rapper Roddy Reich performed Pop Smokes' hit, Welcome to the Party, at a concert. WKRB News Time is now two fifty. Finally, this afternoon, going back to Washington, the times have definitely changed since Mike Bloomberg's name last appeared on a ballot. It was a decade before #MeToo transformed cultural mo- excuse me cultural mores surrounding sexual harassment and the treatment of women. As he struck campaigns for the presidency, the 78-year-old billionaires are struggling to adjust. You may remember the former mayor was caught flat-footed during much of this week's Democratic debate when rival Elizabeth Warren blasted his company's use of non-disclosure agreements in case of sexual harassment. And other candidates have also apologized for similar issues surrounding their campaigns. Some political operatives are warning Bloomberg that he needs to address the issue or risk doing further damage. You ever get that feeling when you come home and your whole house is smelling like something delicious is being cooked up in the kitchen? Well, McDonald's didn't exactly bottle the smell of their iconic quarter pounder with cheese, but they did put it into a candle. Six different candles, uh, to be exact. We have some honorable mentions, food-related, to uh, tell you about when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my
1: handle and here is my spout.
0: No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip! Over it. Over me over at me this is wwe superstar roman reigns it only takes a moment to make a moment take time to be a dad today visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the us department of health and human services and the ad council
1: driving means freedom exploration fun pride flexibility travel independence
0: <laughs> distracted driving means Danger. Recklessness. Irresponsible. Chaos. Police. Devastation. Tears. Death.
1: Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
0: Brandon Julian from New York. The real mall of America. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back uh, to the as for update with Brandon Julian. Friday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time approaching 2.54. Just enough time left this afternoon for a couple Of our honorable mentions, you ever get that feeling uh, when you come home and something delicious is being cooked up in the kitchen? Well, now you can get that experience of the scent of melted cheese, grilled hamburger, and baked bread, just with the light of a match. You see, McDonald's didn't exactly bottle the smell of their iconic Quarter Pounder with cheese, but they did put it in a candle. Six different candles, to be exact, uh, they told CNN. Uh, the Quarter Pounder scented packing features bun, ketchup, pickle, cheese, onion, and beef votives. You can burn, you can burn them individually or all at once uh, for the ultimate aroma experience. The cameras aren't for sale just yet, though, but you can check them out on McDonald's Golden Arches unlimited merchandise website. And the iconic fast food chain has several new items that will be debuting this month and next month, too. I personally think I like the smell of freshly baked bread coming into the home. Feels just like at a bakery. (laughs) Sticking with the food-related theme for a second, everybody's trying to uh, eat healthier or eat breakfast more. Uh, Well, there's a new uh, General Mills. They've introduced a a super-healthy but very expensive new cereal. Uh, it's called Morning Summit. Now, this cereal includes a variety of helpful ingredients, from dried cherries and cranberries to pumpkin seeds and almonds. It even contains organic coconut oil. A uh, General Mills says that Morning Summit will sell for $13 for a 38-ounce box, though. Uh, however, it's priced at $33 on Amazon. And over $26 on walmart.com. And in case you didn't know this, people, I'll tell you right now. The average price of a box of cereal is $3. $3. That's an that's a egg and cheese in an Arizona you could get for the same box of cereal. <laughs> it, just seems, it, just seems, it just seems really weird. Uh, WKB News time now, 2.56. Uh, Finally this afternoon, uh, let's go out to Dayton in Ohio because an epic fail was caught on camera. An Ohio woman tried to escape from prison with cameras, inmates, and officers all watching. Let's just say that the attempted jailbreaker didn't make it very far. Jessica Boomershine stood on the seat attached to his kiosk for several minutes staring at the ceiling and then stepped down. She would then drag a chair over apparently for more stable footing but the, the bid for freedom ended fast about 15 seconds later as the debris fell and corrections officers <laughs> i'm sorry that's just <laughs> that is a sad thing there uh WKRB, news time now 257 Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies. It's time for traffic and weather together. Final check about rail conditions. If you're heading out to the subways right now, we have midday planned work on your four on your excuse me on your six, seven, and F trains, along with the Staten Island Railway. Uh, for more in depth information, you can check your local posters in stations. You can visit mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. End uh, trains have flooding protection through the spring. Last stop 86th Street for service to and from Coney Island. Use a D, F, or Q train. Accessibility work continues also until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. Uh, for fastest service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Uh, Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on or close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today. And uh, garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast uh, this afternoon. We'll have a steady temperature around 32 degrees with sunny skies. Wind chills between 25 and 30. Tonight, we'll have clear skies, lows around 28. uh, Wind chills between 20 and 25. Tomorrow, for your Saturday, we will have sunny skies, highs around 47, wind chills between uh, 20 and 30 to start off. Sunday, will also have sunny skies, highs around 51. And then, Monday, we'll have some increasing clouds. Our highs will also be around 51. Currently, outside right now, it is 32 degrees and sunny, humidity at 23%, winds are north at 5 miles per hour. 32 degrees. We're slowly going to dip down to 28 this evening with those clear skies and that wind chill between 20 and 25. Our thought for, to, or excuse me, our thoughts for today is from Adelaide E. Stevenson, American politician and diplomat. Born in 1900 and died in 1965. Our thought for today is, there is nothing more horrifying than stupidity in action. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that, as we say, in the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Friday, February the 21st, 2020. That is the update on this Friday and for this week. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you joining us this afternoon. Hoping your news is good news. Visions and Solutions, Soul Jazz Phenom and Sweet Sounds, they will take you through this weekend. We're back Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock for all of us here at WKRB. Make sure you get out this weekend. There'll be lots of sunshine, warm temperatures. You should definitely get out there and enjoy it. And, honey, I'm really thinking uh, that uh, we should stop by that buffet place with that all-American pizza. It'd be a good birthday present. (laughs) Have a good weekend, everyone. See you Monday.